back to the Renew You podcast, empowering women in midlife to prioritize and love themselves, stress less, and live more healthy and balanced. Thank you for joining me today. For those of you tuning in for the first time, I am Rachel, host and creator of the Renew You podcast. I'm a holistic lifestyle transformation coach, and I specialize in women's weight loss, metabolism, and hormone health, specifically as it relates to perimenopause, menopause, metabolic syndrome, chronic stress-related hormone imbalances, insulin resistance, thyroid, and the effects on your mental and physical health and well-being. For over 25 years, I've helped women develop a keen awareness and understanding of their bodies, motivations, and desires so they can feel their best on the inside and out, stress less, and live more healthy and balanced. It's truly amazing how a few tweaks in your nutrition and lifestyle behaviors can improve and positively affect your health, weight, relationships, and life. So, I'm on a mission. And the mission is the Renew You Revolution to empower and inspire 1 million women in midlife to transform their bodies, health, and life by nourishing their minds and bodies for optimal health, healing, and mental and physical health and well-being. So every Monday, like today, I drop a new episode focused on renewing you, the things that you can do to prioritize your health and well-being by optimizing your hormones so you can feel your best on the inside and out and do the things that bring you joy. So last week I talked about the power of choice, specifically the power of choice as it relates to it's never the perfect time, you know, things about what your body is telling you and you being uh, having the power to choose what you're going to do about it. Right. Feelings of discontent, uh, choosing you. Um, Talked about how, you know, so many women feel guilty and the steps that you could do. Uh, to take it forward to improve your health and well-being. You know, have you signed up? Are you doing research? Does it align? Or the things that you're looking into, does it align with your overall mission or vision for what you want for, you know, the remaining of your life, right? So we're talking about women in midlife, right? 40s, 50s, 60s, right? Kids are grown. Husbands, you know, some of you are divorcees, kids are grown and out the house and, you know, now you're caring for your grandbabies and, you know, now it's time to come back and take a look at you and what makes you happy and what is it that you want to do. So in doing that, choosing your path to health and wellness, right, focusing on those four pillars, right, nutrition, sleep management, or excuse me, stress management, sleep and exercise. So today's topic we're going to actually talk about moving forward and how this can happen, renewing you, right? We're going to talk about mindset and motivation, cultivating the connection, okay? So I realize that this topic may step on a little bit of toes, but that's okay because I can step on toes. <laughs> I'm known for stepping on toes, but uh, in a positive way, right? Because it's um, all about learning and growing. When it talk, when we talk about mindset, if you've been in the coaching space for a while, or if you are a coach yourself, right? There's a lot of talk about mindset. You know, mindset this and mindset that, and there's nothing wrong with mindset. I'm all about mindset. In fact, I talk about mindset myself when it comes to. Um, my coaching and helping them to reach their goals. Now, 
I'm going to start off with what is not because I'm on the positive side, right? So what mindset is not and specifically as it relates to health, wellness and fitness. Okay. I'm not talking about business. I'm not talking about anything else, you know, abundance and, you know, this and that because mindset has, you know, it has its place. There's many positive benefits to to mindset and there's nothing wrong with that. So I just want want that being said. We're going to start off and talk about what mindset is not. Okay. So as it relates to health, wellness and fitness, mindset is not about you being strong, you being committed, you being determined, you making up your mind, you being sick and tired of being sick and tired, right? And you could do it and rah, 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 which we hear a lot from the health and wellness industry. I'm a, a fitness professor, a fitness professional, health coach, right? I'm industry, industry. I hear it all the time. I hear it from other coaches and it just really kind of makes me cringe because, um, while I know where it comes from, um, you know, there's different sectors, uh, you know, there's some sectors like, you know, we're talking about CrossFit and, you know, the camaraderie of just, you know, being around other people, it motivates you to have a positive mindset and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. But when we're talking about, or when we ask those questions, right, you know, those little questions that we ask, what is your one biggest thing that, you know, you struggle with when it comes to weight loss or whatever it is, a lot of women say motivation, right? Then you hear coaches say, well, the reason why is because you need to deal with your mindset, right? That's the root cause of the problem. It's your mindset. Well, so I'm here to say, because I'm on the hormonal side of it, like I said, hormone um, mindset does play a role in it, but let's keep it in perspective. When we talk about motivation, and mindset as it relates to your health, your wellness, or your fitness, right? There's one thing that many, many people don't understand on a hormonal level, on a physical level, on a physiological level. There's a hormone called dopamine, and that's the motivation hormone, right? And it's what drives the motivation or stops the motivation. So if you have an imbalance or if you have low dopamine levels, it's going to affect your mindset. You're going to be tired. You're going to not want to do it. So even though a person may know that I need to lose weight, I want to lose weight, I, it's affecting my health, it's doing all of these other things, right? They know all this, right? I don't think that, you know, we're, we're dealing with, you know, dummies here or people that are not, you know, intelligent enough to understand the connection that something needs to be done and it can't continue to go forward. But the fundamental problem is, is that if your body is saying, this is not something that I want to do because my levels are low, then guess what? It's going to affect their motivation. I'll give you an example. Say when um, you get sick, right? And you're like, you have all this, a long list of things to do. You're like, I got to do this today. I got to do that today. And, you know, you have your list all mapped out and and everything is all pretty imperfect. And all of a sudden you get hit, right? You get hit, you pass somebody in the grocery store and and the virus jumps on you, right? Because it happens. It happened to me. And you're like, oh, wow. Like, guess what? 
the to-do list goes out the window. You know why? Because your body takes precedence. Your body says, no, you need to lay down and rest. You need to heal itself. Well, the same thing happens when it comes to the dopamine levels. Okay. As it relates to motivation, your body. Says, um, hello. There's a problem going on here. I'm not feeling motivated to exercise because exercise takes energy, right? That I don't have to give you right now because there's something going on with, I'm not sleeping because it's all related, right? Sleeping, chronic stress affects dopamine levels. High sugar, high fat diet affects dopamine levels. So when you understand the connection as it relates to that specific hormone, then it's understandable why, you know, um, a person may not be so eager to jump on the bandwagon and say, hey, you know, raise their hand and say, hey, you know what, if they don't feel like it or they're not, or they're tired, or they're genuinely tired, they're probably genuinely tired, right? Because there's some other things that are going on that we have to kind of reverse engineer or backtrack and figure out what is the real root cause. So the real root cause is not the mindset. It's what's driving or not driving the mindset for that person to continue or to get started rather. Okay. So I just wanted to like, like I said, that's like the fundamental or the foundation because a lot of women, when it comes to health, wellness, and fitness, and this, again, this spans into other areas, right? It spans, spans into business. It spans into, you know, having an abundance mindset. It, it, you know, it just doesn't stop here. The same thing still applies. If your diet is not on par, uh, and I really hate to use diet, so I'm going to change that to nutrition, right? If your nutrition is not on par, it is going to, that's the foundation. That's the root, right? We're talking about cultivating. We're talking about starting at the ground level, right? You just don't start, you know, if you're going to grow something, you just don't, you have to, you know, get the soil ready, right? You have to get the soil ready, make sure all the nutrients are right. And depending on what you're planting, you know, does it have shit? Does it need shade? Does it need sun? Is it the right time of the year? You know, it, it, all these factors, right, have to be in place in order for that plant to really, or that, you know, that fruit or whatever it is that you're planting to really blossom and grow like it should. Okay. Right. You go in any home depot or whatever, and you go into the plant section, you know, <laughs> go in there, take a look, take a look at what's on that little card about, you know, uh, what is the best environment for this particular fruit or whatever it is, tree species of plant to grow right? Every plant doesn't grow everywhere in the world. So keep that in mind. When it comes to health, wellness, fitness, cultivating the groundwork, right? Making sure that people have a solid foundation. At least that's what I'm about, right? Renewing you, having a solid foundation in order to have the proper mindset to carry them forward, right? But it's not mindset first, then motivation, right? It's really the opposite, the other way around. And and how you continue to go cultivate motivation is, of course, with establishing those things um, because it's uh, dopamine is also responsible. It's like the ple uh, pleasure center. So the more a person does something, right, that reward, that reward, they're more, they're encouraged to do it. It's like, oh, okay, I did this. You've accomplished something. Oh, 
you get a spike in the dopamine levels, right? So it's understanding how to really uh, understanding your body and how to use it to your advantage. But um, I just wanted to, again, just touch on that mindset and motivation and um, what it really is and, and what it's not um, in terms of, again, as it relates to the health, wellness and fitness industry. So how do we go about cultivating that, right? Um, first, you have to restore the body, right? I use um, a framework in my coaching or my transformation process. Uh, the framework, you know, first step is uh, restoring. You have to restore the body, right? Restoring it to where it can receive or where it can function the way it's supposed to, right? Sleep is very important. We don't get, we don't hear enough about sleep and the benefits of sleep, but that's where all, you know, the repair and all of that kind of stuff happens, but your body needs the materials in order to repair itself. So again, we're talking about the four pillars of wellness, nutrition, sleep, stress management, and exercise. How are those foundational? How does it lay the groundwork in order for our body to operate in a positive, having a positive mindset and having the motivation to do, um, you know, all these other things that we want to do with, with our life as it relates to that vision statement again, right? Your grandkids go hiking, you know, do all these other things that we want to do. Um, it's cool that we put it down and right. We have goals and different things that we want to achieve, but you're, if you're not motivated to do it because you don't have the proper foundation in order to make it happen, then guess what? It's not going to happen. Okay. So, um, Restoring the body so it can function as it's designed, starting with nutrition, right? And not just a diet, but nutrition that your body needs, your unique, right? Remember, when it comes to diet, bad diets, all we have are frameworks. This is what a generally healthy person should be eating. We're not talking about somebody with hormone imbalances. We're not talking about somebody with a thyroid issue. We're not talking about somebody with chronic inflammation. We're not talking about um, somebody with high blood sugar or insulin resistance because I can guarantee you somebody with P uh, PCOS or and a thyroid problem should not be eating the same way as somebody who is working out and trying to run for a marathon, right? And we hear things about, um, you know, uh, just cut the carbs out and low carbs. Well, let me ask you a question. Marathon runners eat a lot of carbs, but if you look at their physique, they're really not huge or obese people, are they? So there's something to be said about what we are being fed, right? No pun intended, about the whole low carb, no carb thing. It's about giving your body what it needs in order to function in the environment that it's in. So if a marathon runner needs carbs in order to have that energy to move them, you know, to do the marathons and the things that they need to do, then quite naturally, somebody with a thyroid issue or chronic inflammation, their diet is not going to be the same. Right. Follow me here. So, again, that's why I focus so much on nutrition and not about following a specific diet like a keto diet or the uh, paleo diet or whole 30 diet because those are just general frameworks on how a healthy person should be eating 
or eliminating foods. Again, depending on what is going on with you, if you have a gluten intolerance or if you have a, a wheat allergy or something like that, then quite naturally you should be eliminating stuff from your diet and also at the same time working on inflammation and repairing your body in order to uh, in order for your body to be able to function because everything that we've been given in nature is something that our body needs right so so to say i have a wheat allergy when wheat has been given given to us in nature right we grow wheat a lot of wheat things you know there are a lot of wheat based products but then we as humans can't eat wheat okay well anyway that's a whole <laughs> it's a whole other conversation but uh um so again you know Nutrition, sleep, again, like I said, that's where, you know, your body repairs itself. And not just, you know, now I lay me down to sleep, but, you know, that deep quality sleep, right? That, that you know, when you wake up in the morning, you feel like you could just conquer the world type sleep, right? And once you sleep and, and really rest, then you have the energy to get through the day, right? But that's where all the stuff happens, but your body needs the raw materials in order to make it happen. The other one, again, is stress management, chronic stress related hormone imbalance right these are things that people right health coaches were overlooking um ladies something to be mindful of not only are we aging and our other hormones are declining naturally right estrogen and different things like that um chronic stress that cortisol hormone look cortisol is not bad in of itself but when it's out of control, it can wreak havoc on your system because it affects your blood sugar. It affects other areas of your body. It puts a lot of stress on your adrenal glands and different things like that. So if you don't understand what's going on, um, you know, with that, then, like I said, stress management is huge. And again, it's not just about sitting down, you know, with your legs crossed and closing your eyes and, you know, counting to 10 and, you know, taking deep breaths. Right. You have to actively get your body in order, you know um, to really calm down because on a surface level or, or the great analogy that I, that I always give is if you look at a duck on a pond, right? The duck is just skimming along the pond, right? Just looking so graceful at ease, right? Just like, Oh, wow. But if you take a peek underneath the water, what's going on with the duck's feet? It's just paddling away, right? Just paddling, 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 trying to get across the, trying to get across the lake or whatever. But that's the same thing that's going on with you, right? You're just gliding through life as if everything is okay. But underneath the water, things are just wreaking havoc on your body. So that's what chronic stress does. So that's why stress management is so important. And that's why it's one of the pillars. And then the last one, of course, is exercise. And again, talk about exercise it has its place yes it's good yes it's beneficial but it also has its place depending on what's going on with your body if your body's already you know chronically stressed inflamed um you know everything is out of balance and you go ahead and say i, I just want to lose weight so i'm going to do a hit or tabata workout and you know um you know just because i want to lose weight but your hair is falling out because you're not eating you know right but hey i'm losing weight well all weight loss is not created equal equal right you can lose weight and not be healthy but you can't be healthy and not lose weight so keep that in mind that's why i talk about being healthy and balanced right so the second thing is um release right so, so, uh, second part of the framework is release so releasing is about forgiving yourself first right or not necessarily first but forgiving yourself and forgiving others right 
um, because those two things right there, like those will keep you incarcerated. Those will keep you bound. You know, those will keep you not moving forward. And also it will have an effect on your body. Right. So again, when we talk about stress and the types of stress, mental, physical, emotional, right type of stress. There's good stress. There's bad stress, right? There's acute stress, right? When we're talking about like a sudden injury or, you know, you have to have surgery, that's acute stress. That's what the cortisol is for. It's supposed to deal with that. You know, we're talking about emotional stress, right? A loved one passed away or, you know, something like that. You know, that's, that's long-term, right? And you're talking about stress triggers, right? Emotional eating, all those other types of things. Like ladies, we have to, you know, you have to deal with those, right? target those somehow, some way, you know, um, a little bit at a time is fine. But remember when we talk about transformation, it's not an overnight thing. It's dynamic. It moves, you know, just about like growing, like it starts with the seed, but then it goes through different stages, right? Transformation. It's a process. You go through different stages and sometimes depending on the plant, in the process, you have to prune it, right? You have to cut it back in order for it to grow more um, and different things like that. So keep that in mind. Um, you know, your thoughts, the negative thoughts that you have towards yourself and towards others. Again, talking about emotional stress, right? It affects your body. It affects what you eat. Because remember, when we're talking about dopamine levels and the reward center of the brain, right? Oh, I just want to feel good. So you grab, grab something sweet naturally because it makes you feel good. This physically, it makes you feel good for a moment because it targets that part of the brain that makes you feel good. So it's something that you create a habit of doing unconsciously. It's just what you've been accustomed to doing or what we call, um, behavior, uh, induced responses, you know, based on, um, on emotional trigger or something like that. So, I mean, it's happens, right. And it's understanding and being, um, self-aware of when it happens. So you can modify that behavior and do something different. So, you know, as, as we talk about these things, I want you to kind of move away from, you know, all the healthy habits, right? We have to have established healthy habits. Yes, we know that. We know we need to be drinking more water, right? We know we need to be doing these things, but obviously there's something getting in the way. And what is that thing or things that are stopping us from having those healthy habits on a regular basis, right? Just like getting up and, you know, putting on your clothes every day. You know, some people have a difficult time if they're suffering with depression, like, just getting up and opening up the window is a big task, right? But if you just, if that's where you are and you do that, then you've accomplished something, right? You don't have to go out and run a marathon because you're looking at all these people on Instagram or, you know, somebody who, you know, used to weigh, you know, almost 200 pounds and, you know, now they're, you know, uh, super fit and all that. And it's just like, oh, wow, you know, but I could guarantee you that person who did that, they went through a journey right? All you see is the before and after picture, but they went through a mental process, right? They went through, you know, a lot of, uh, of crying. I'm sure, you know, it wasn't just like, Oh, one day, Oh, I think I just want to get up and do that. You know, they got to the point to where it's just like, you know, look, something like there's a trigger, just like you have a trigger, 
that causes you to eat poorly and different things like that. There's a trigger that, you know, has the opposite effect too, but that's your trigger. It's not for me to tell you what your trigger is, but I'm just here when that trigger goes off and you're like, Hey, I want to do something about it. And I'm like, okay, well, let's start where we are. Right. That's, that's where I come into the picture, but not for me to just beat you over the head and say, Hey, the reason why you're not doing this is because your mindset is off. Right. You know, if it's not going to change, that's the root cause. And it's your mindset. Okay. Because I happen to know, you know, like I said, after 25 years of coaching, don't know everything, but I know what I know and that I, and that there's more to just being, you know, committed and determined and all that, that goes into why a person is not moving forward. Okay. And that's the root cause of it. So the last thing, um, is, uh, refining, right? So the, the last part in my framework is actually refining, refining the process. So as we lay that solid foundation and we start to see things blooming, right? We start to say, see things improving. Um, we start to see things, um, you know, transforming around us and within us. Um, then you want to refine the process by, um, you know, supporting your body with those things, right? You know, you've heard the saying, if, it, if it's not broke, I mean, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. If it's working, like your body will tell you exactly what it needs. It tell you, it tell you what it needs. It tells you what it doesn't want, right? That's why you get sick and you may throw up and you're like, mm, my, my, my body doesn't like that. That's why the smell of some food bothers you because your body doesn't want it, right? And, and don't eat it because your body is telling you naturally, this is not what I need. Or you'll also have cravings, good cravings and bad cravings. So, you know, you may have, if you're low in iron or you're anemic, you might have cravings for uh, certain things. If you're, you know, adrenals are stressed, you may have cravings for, you know, salty foods or sweet foods or different things like that, because these are physiological signals that your body is sending you, right? That this is what I need. Overeating, right? is a biological uh, signal that your body is sending to you saying that this switch is not working because you have a switch in your body that says I'm full and you have another one that says I'm hungry. So you don't need a supplement or anything else to tell you. I don't want to eat or I'm overeating and I need help to stop eating. No, what you should be doing is using nutrition, right? Timing and type of food in order to train your body, just like you train a muscle, just like you train anything else, right? to uh, use hormone signaling to turn that switch on naturally and to turn it off naturally. And it's called mindful eating, right? And I talk about that again in my transformation process, uh, in my 12-week uh, transformation immersion um, that I work with on my clients. So um, that's all I have for you today on that. So again, talking about uh, mindset and motivation, um, releasing, uh, cultivating the, co the connection, restoring the body, releasing things that you're holding on to that's holding you back from moving forward and refining the process. So um, with that being said, I hope you got something out of it. And again, the dopamine that's responsible for, for pleasure and satisfaction, lack of dopamine, right, is associated with a lack of motivation, lower, low energy, poor digestion. Like you can't get away from this, right? It's just not you work on one system because, you know, we're whole, right? We're mind, body, and spirit, right? The body affects the mind. The mind affects the body, vice versa. All our organs, they they have their own system, but they work together also. 
So if you have one organ or one system that's taxed, then of course you're going to have an imbalance because the other system or organ um, has to work harder. And that's what really hormone balance is all about, right? Each organ produces something different, right? So, and our body is designed to be in balance. That's what it wants to do. That's what hormones are for, right? It's to, it's to bring balance back into the body. So if it can't um, do it naturally, again, through food, because we've been trained quite well to, right, just eat this and just eat that with no, you know, further um, uh, thought process to it. Just look at a plate and say, you know, this much of your vegetables should be this and that much of of your carbs should be that. But again, if you're having some type of health issue um, or imbalance issue, which again, most women midlife are, right? There's some type of imbalance going on, hairs falling out, skin rashes, not sleeping, hot flashes, something is going on. And it doesn't have to be huge, right? It could be something minor. But still, you really want to get to the root cause of what's going on with that. And it's really not about mindset. Uh, mindset okay. So I just wanted to uh, press that upon you. Um, so you understand. And so you could stop feeling guilty about that. That doesn't mean that you can sit on the couch and be like, Oh, well, you know, Rachel said, you know, I have a hormone, uh, hormone imbalances. It's my dopamine. You have permission to do it. No. Um, you really want to do something about it because as with anything else with hormones, if it's left to itself, it's just going to get worse, right? That's how these things work. It will snowball into something else. And then you just have this, cornucopia of symptoms that are going on that are all interrelated, right? And they all mimic each other, but you kind of really don't know where it starts. So just be mindful of that as well. So um, more of this, if you can, um, if you want to join my uh, menopause and weight loss group, weight loss and uh, menopause, renew you revolution. Again, I'm looking to help 1 million women spread the word, including you on doing something different to change your health, wellness, and uh, life for the better to optimize your health and wellness. You want to be a part of that. This group is specifically, or my private Facebook group is specifically for, you know, women in menopause and midlife. It doesn't necessarily have to be menopause, but that's just what I named it. But uh, primarily women in midlife and weight loss. Um, and if you want to follow me, if you want to get in touch with me, you can go ahead and uh, look, look me up. Rachel Holtz, R-A-C-H-A-E-L, last name is H-U-L-T-Z, um, DM me if you have any questions. And if you are looking to transform your body and you're ready to get started, if anything that I said to you resonates with you, go ahead and reach out to me and we can talk about what that looks like for you and get started on something right away. Okay, I'm always open to take clients, so I just wanted to uh, let you know that and I look forward to you tuning in next time. And again, thank you for listening. I hope you got something out of it. So until then, be a blessing to yourself. Be good to yourself. Take care of yourself and those that love you. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.